It's time to brighten your Disney day with another episode of the Castle to Castle Podcast. Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Castle to Castle podcast, where we are here to brighten your Disney day. You are here with Jennifer, Emily, and Ron. And let's get into the news for today. So, Ron, what do we have on our plate for the news today? Really, mine's a simple update. Um, as everybody's probably seen, if you're at all a Disney fan who goes on TikTok, because it was blown up, but they released the 2024 pricing. So now you can start booking your trips for next year. And they finally released all the details on the dining plan, which is something that I was waiting for. I mean, I know we were talking on the last episode that they were doing a dining plan and mm-hmm. they haven't released the pricing and stuff yet. So I was finally able to see that and you know finally get a grip on it they only did two dining plans this time okay we're doing a quick service and then we have the disney dining plan Mm -hmm. really the difference is the quantity that you're getting in a day so on a quick service you get two quick service meals two tray services you get one alcoholic or non-alcoholic beverage per meal okay and then you get a snack credit to Mm -hmm. use during the day just one snack credit one snack credit per day And then you also get the refillable mug at the resorts. They have brought that back as part Ooh, of the dining good, plan. Good, good. When you look at the Disney dining plan, though, the really the only difference is you get a quick service and then you get a table service. Mm-hmm. So you do get a sit-down table service. Still get the alcoholic or non-alcoholic beverage, which mm-hmm. you still get a snack credit and you still get the refillable mug. Nice. Really, the difference just comes down to two quick services or a quick and a table service during mm-hmm. the day. Pricing on this, though, I mean, to me, I don't think there's much of a savings here. It's just me. Everybody's going to be a little different. Everybody's going to have their own opinion on this. Mm -hmm. Uh, The quick service is $57 a day per adult or $24 a day per kid. Okay. And then on the Disney dining plan, you are $95 a day per adult or $30 a day per kid. That's crazy. Well, I feel like that's way too much. I know it's definitely gone up since back before they had the plan. Like if you do the math roughly, it comes out to be almost the same price. Really, my my two kind of wild cards and where you would considerably save money is if you were consuming alcohol with each meal and your snack was the most expensive snack that you could claim as a credit. Because if you figure a, a, a quick service roughly about $15, right? We'll, we'll say 15 bucks mm-hmm. as a as a guesstimation and then a beverage is 5 bucks for a for a fountain beverage. Okay, so we'll round them and just say 20 bucks for argument's sake. Mm-hmm. Those two meals a day, that's 40 bucks. Now, your snack credit, let's say it runs you $10, that's a $50 snack credit, which mm-hmm. means in your day you paid $57 for the quick service meal and you got $50 worth of consumables. Mm-hmm. So if you consume an alcoholic beverage where you're talking $12 a beverage, yeah. that's $24 right there in alcohol. So you figure 30 for food and $24 in alcohol, that's 54. Now your $10 snack, you are saving money. Mm-hmm. But it's like Can you use the dining plan on alcohol? Now the dining wow, plan yeah. does include one Oh, okay, I didn't know that. It does. Yeah, it's one alcoholic <laughs> or non-alcoholic beverage per meal included. Oh, nice. So it's like in my eyes on a quick service plan, you are more or less paying for the convenience of being all inclusive so you don't have to pay for food while you're down mm-hmm. there. You're not really like the old dining plans. A lot of people used to say you save some money, mm-hmm. maybe not hundreds and hundreds of dollars. If but anything, you, you know, you'd be probably saving more on the plan where you get the sit down. Well, but see, that's my same thing with a sit down. What would you say an average price of a sit down is now? Say fifty five dollars. Okay, so if we say mm-hmm. we say sixty bucks as a as a sit down table service. Okay, and then you use the quick service. We're using the same numbers again and say fifteen dollars. That's seventy-five bucks. Mm-hmm. Now you're using a five-dollar non-alcoholic beverage. That's eighty bucks, and you're back to a ten-dollar snack. That's ninety bucks, and the dining plan is ninety-five dollars a day. So again, the only way that this makes sense is if you are consuming alcohol with every meal, where a twelve-dollar alcoholic beverage mm-hmm. is twenty-four bucks plus sixty on your sit-down. That's eighty-four. And you still get a quick service, so now you're into about a hundred bucks. How many snack credits does that one have? You get one snack credit. 
what didn't it used to be two? They used to on the premium plan ahead. Well, see, remember for for what it was, the original dining plans years ago used to include dessert with a table service. Oh, they took that away now. Oh yeah, they took that away a few years ago because that's why they switched to two snack credits. That was the old so, best part about the um, the BR guest restaurant when you had the dining plan. They'd wheel over the dessert cart and be like, "You can pick whatever you want." Right, this cart. <laughs> and it now was so it's, nice. And now, if you wanted like, to do nope. that pre COVID. Post change, what they would mm-hmm. do is they'd say, "Well, your dining is covered. If you wanted a dessert, these desserts are a snack credit that you could use now, or you could save it for later, and then you wouldn't have to do it at the sit down." But it wasn't included. Okay, in that the must meal. have been right before that shut down because I just remember in 2017 and 2019 we still got a dessert with our dinner. Yeah, sit I mean, down, it, it, and we had the others. We had the snack credit, so. It changed right around there because they started flexing out desserts within the meal and giving you the extra snack credit because Mm -hmm. a lot of people complained that after a full meal, they didn't necessarily want dessert right away Mm -hmm. and they wanted to be able to get a snack later in the park. So Disney was doing it to be more flexible. Yeah, I just – I like the convenience factor, the – the all-inclusive feel that a Disney trip gives you (laughs) in this scenario Mm -hmm. by adding the dining plans back in. But honestly, if I've got a client that's a tight budget – I don't necessarily know if I... You're just going to tell them to do quick service each time. Don't even bother with sit down. But even then, I don't know if I recommend the dining plan. I say get get a Disney gift card. Put like $200, $300, depending on how long you're staying, and attach it to a wristband. You have it right there with you. You just walk around the park with it. Use that for food only and no, 100%. it's the same feel as a quote unquote all inclusive it's right there that's what i'm saying like that's where i come down to in recommending to clients if the clients are like look i don't want to deal with this i want my kids to go run off on their own i don't want them to have to worry about it so we're just going to mm-hmm. load them up with pre-done snack credits and meal credits and just let them go then in that case it makes sense cuz you're paying for that convenient service mm-hmm. that all but if you're one of those that's like, hey, I don't know if I can afford to take my family at all. How can I save money? Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if I recommend the dining plan because no, these I are wouldn't. the margins are so tight of if you're going to justify and save money. Mm-hmm. I really don't know where that where the the value comes. Now mm-hmm. for the kids, a little bit more value twenty four dollars a day for that quick service plan for kids. I, I honestly don't remember the price of a kid's meal, but assuming no, a kid's meal is twelve bucks. That's 24 within the two quick services and you still got a snack credit. Mm-hmm. So the kids meal, you will save money. I, I do believe you will. But the caveat is with Disney, mm-hmm. you've got to have an adult on there. You can't pick and choose who gets the meal plan and who right. doesn't. The other thing that I don't like that I was hoping they would offer more flexibility on that they didn't. The Disney dining plan is tied to the amount of days you're in the resort, not the amount of days you're in the park. Bull crap. So if you're going to be doing a split vacation, say four days in Disney World and two days in Universal Studios, Mm -hmm. you're still paying for those two days worth of meal plan credits while you're in Universal. Mm -hmm. Now they do pool. Remember, you could get a third quick service the day you're in Disney and use that credit. But the point of it is, you know. You're basically paying on the quick service plan an extra $114 an adult for dining credits that you you will have to force of yourself to use. And usually even if you have extra credits at the end, you don't end up using them on like snacks you want. You end up buying a bunch of candy from the gift <laughs> shop on your way home. Like no, absolutely, absolutely. And, and that's kind of my whole point. Like pooling only goes so far. Maybe you use one extra snack credit, but any more than that, you're gonna buy Goofy's Candy Co. sour gummy worms. Well, yeah, and take like, them home. This is where I come back to Disney knows. Like they treat the dining plan like tokens, like credits. Mm-hmm. If you do three quick services one day, then you can only do one another day. If they're doing that already. Why they don't give us a little bit more flexibility and just purchasing amount of days in the dining plan Mm -hmm. so that when you're doing a flex or split vacation, you don't Mm -hmm. need to pay for those extra dining days when you're not in a Disney Mm -hmm. park. Very true. Well, I guess it just it's going to come down to the family. You know, they need to pick what they want to do if they want to pay everything in advance, which was super nice. You know, having that budget ahead of time, knowing what you're paying for. Go with that route if you want to. Honestly, really try to save money and go underneath the bar of what that plan was 
paying for, then don't get the plan. And if you are, for example, splitting your trip between Universal and Disney, definitely don't get the plan. You know, and yeah. it'll it'll just be based on the individual and what they want to do. No, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I just really wish Disney had offered a little bit better flexibility yeah. in how you purchase this plan or tied it to ticket days, not to. Well, they know that's where they're going to get people because they know people are. Well, not always the, there for just Disney. They will split stuff up, and they're like, "Ooh, well, right. we can get some extra money out of people." Well, then. and the other argument is too, like if you're doing a resort day, for example, your dining credits still count in the resort hotel. Mm-hmm restaurants and yeah. quick services and stuff. So, you know, Disney makes the argument just because you're not coming to a park that day doesn't mean you won't want to eat and use your mm-hmm. dining plan. And which I is get true that. at the I, same time. A hundred percent, which is why I wish the flexibility existed. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what are you going to do? But the new dining plans are out. So definitely reach out. You know, you can always contact RJT Travels. Full service Disney agency would definitely help you out. Uh, but we got all the pricing for 24. Started booking clients for next year and getting everybody set up. They've already got Disney Cruise Line up for next year, too. So, you know, definitely if you're considering a Disney trip this year or next, reach out. Let us know. We'd be happy to help. The other thing, too, is they still have their finance plans available. You know, you only have to put down a small deposit and then make monthly payments. However, whatever fits your budget. It's kind of the beauty of Disney and giving them that finance flexibility. So I was really happy to see. I I, I think the prices are pretty comparable. If not, it seemed like prices are a little lower next year for resort stays and stuff, maybe just because it's so early. But it's they weren't astronomically higher where you're like, oh my God, they raised the prices so much. <laughs> Not, you know? yet. Not yet. <laughs> Give it time. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Right now is a good time to at least put a deposit down if you're considering a trip because mm-hmm. the prices lock you in. Disney, if they raise their prices, you're still locked in at what you deposited, which mm-hmm. is nice. But anyways, um, Jen, I think you got our next piece of news. What you got? Yeah. So this week, the Disney parks are kicking off their segment called Halfway to the Holidays. And so today, Disneyland actually announced some of their segment, and they got to show us what the new costumes for Minnie and Mickey are going to be for the holiday season. And I will say that they're really cute. He's all dapper in his red and green. It is so adorable. I love the dress that they put Minnie in and the way there's like the little shawl and the little bow. It's like the side bow this time. And how they, for Mickey, like, get the Santa hat on, but it's also looking like a comfy grandpa-ish kind of. Right. It definitely is looking like Papa Elf kind of thing. just so adorable. So that was the one segment that they announced. The second one is they are definitely bringing back their holiday overlay for It's a Small World. This is something that is very special because they will actually put holiday outfits on the different dolls. So that is something that. I can't imagine having to do that. Like that's your job. <laughs> Very tedious. Like, that, a that would take so long. Mm-hmm. B you're definitely doing it at night, so it's creepy as hell. And like, <laughs> I, I can't. I would not want that job. You know, I I really do want to say I love how Disneyland does these overlays. Yeah, I really love. It's it. really cute. They do a good job with them. Like my absolute one of my absolute favorite things in the world is the haunted mansion. Halloween overlay when you get the Nightmare Before Christmas. Woot woot! Like <laughs> that is the, the best movie. I I love that movie. Well, like I, okay, I, Haunted Mansion's like a step up from what they do on the Christmas one. Like it's its own thing. But I just love that Disneyland does these overlays. Mm-hmm. They they do the extra kind of thing for that. Mm-hmm. You don't really see Disney World doing that. No. Which well, they I, do some of them for Halloween, not as much for Christmas. I find it interesting though that they don't have their own. Whether it's a haunted mansion, like I don't want them to again cookie cutter right. parks. Yeah, I don't, don't want to see it coming back. But I'm like, you don't do any overlay with any of your rides, really. Nothing. It's just like Jingle with- Cruise. That's the only one. And uh, for yeah, Halloween, oh, yeah. they do Pirates of the Caribbean for Halloween. They'll stick a couple of actors. Yeah, they put actors. Okay, in there. but they put that's not a Halloween overlay. That's just mm-hmm. spicing up Pirates of the Caribbean they, for it, a week. It is considered <laughs> an overlay for them, I guess. But like. And they play like that, Halloween the music in the overlay. That's yeah. the overlay. It, it is a lazy overlay. <laughs> Small World, they do a really nice job in all the Christmas outfits and like it's still the same thing, but you go through and you're like, oh, they look so cute. Mm-hmm. And all the different cultures and how they celebrate the holidays, whether yeah. it's religiously, like it you see, cute, like yeah. uh, like you'll see Hanukkah or you'll see Ramadan. Um, you know, you see the different holidays or you see just different cultures in their nice dresses and mm-hmm. their, you know, it. it I, I love seeing the the holiday overlay at Small World. It, it, mm-hmm. it is cute. They do a good job with that. Well, they didn't announce it today about the um, Haunted Mansion overlay, but we all know they're going to do it. And yeah. fun fact, if you did not know this, but every year they have a different gingerbread house on the ballroom scene table. 
Oh, I didn't every, know that. Every year it's different. That's really cool. So that's something that they've probably been working on for a while now, and they're going to probably be announcing that soon because this whole week, every day, they'll be announcing something. I know Disney World is going to be on the 15th when we're recording this on the 12th. Mm. So we there's still some stuff that's going to be announced Basically, everywhere this week, there is at certain places, they're going to have holiday treats out just for a couple days. And it's just your standard, like, um, I know Grand Floridian's going to have a brownie Christmas tree. The cruise lines are going to bring out a popcorn bucket and a sipper cup. So they're just going to do a couple things while they're announcing this. But I think it's a cruise this huge. year with a holiday would be really cool because they're also doing that 30th cruise line merch. Right. So you're going to oh, have, yeah. like, limited merch on top of limited merch. Like, R.I.P. my wallet. I'm just going to say, Disney's seeing in that money. (laughs) But, like, that would be really cool, I think. Mm -hmm. I haven't taken a cruise in, like, ever. I've never done a Disney cruise, but it's on on my bucket list. Oh, yeah, same. Definitely on my bucket list. Speaking of limited merch and special collections, Emily, what's your piece of news for today? Oh, that was a cool segment. Uh, Uh Or segue. (laughs) Um, My piece of news is the Magic Hat Pins pin trading event at Disney's Disney World's Coronado Spring Resort. I love that resort. I well, <laughs> I, I, I have it. mixed emotions on it. They well, use let, it. Let for, us not go down the debate of resort. They, they, <laughs> it, they, they use it for so many events and stuff. And the event halls are really nice, but the rooms are meh. I I don't agree with you on that. Nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> talked about other times. Um, but anyways, the uh, the event is August twenty fifth and twenty sixth, and it's basically a giant convention um similar to a d23 convention um where it's gonna have music and food booths and performances and announcements and stuff but less movie featured and more merchandise featured Mm -hmm. so it's gonna specialize in pin trading around like the event there's gonna be there's gonna be people representing different franchises and different Parts of the parks and stuff that are going to bring their own limited edition pins, and you can trade them with the pins that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, so for this, there's two kinds of tickets. There's an apprentice ticket, which costs about $100, or there's a sorcerer ticket, which costs about $200. And if you're already thinking to yourself, well, it's worth it, I'll just buy the sorcerer ticket, so did everybody else on the planet. Because <laughs> at the ticket launch at 1.30 p.m., by 1.37 p.m., the Sorcerer tickets had completely sold out. That Dang. is insane. Seven minutes. Well, they, I will have to say, from years past when they've done this, they've launched some pretty cool pins on the, at this event that a lot of times that's the only way you're going to get them. Right. Oh, for sure. And then the sad part is they all end up on eBay by the next yes. day for triple. Oh, <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but... For um, for what I know, there are still apprentice tickets available. So if you are curious, a, a $100 apprentice ticket comes with access to the trading area during, you know, the event, um, admission to the Disney Plus Magic Happens event, um, opportunities to participate in random selection process to purchase event pins prior to August 26th event, access to trading activities with Disney, access to trading area with other event guests, Opportunity to meet Disney pin partner and preview upcoming pins, pin wow. artist signings, limited edition, com- com- oh my God, commemorative gifts, um, and then $50 in retail value by getting a welcome pin, a goodbye pin, and a special <laughs> lanyard with credential art. Huh. All of that for 100 bucks, which honestly is not that bad compared to like a D23 event or something. No, I mean, I don't think it's a bad, I don't think it's a bad deal or bad value at all. I just... It's insane that they sold out in seven minutes. Seven yeah. minutes. <laughs> seven but minutes. that ticket, all of that stuff I just read is still available for purchase. The one that sold out was the Sorcerer ticket, which is like the VIP special. Mm-hmm. You get extra stuff. But honestly, it's not that much different of stuff, but there is a little extra. But um, sure. it, it just, it honestly, it just looks really cool. I know the Sorcerer ticket comes with a special um, extra like VIP pin. And it comes with an extra handmade lanyard made by some kind of Disney artist. I'm not sure, but it comes with like a special art piece lanyard. Um, And it just, it honestly looks really cool. And if I didn't have work, and I know if RJ didn't have work, we would both be there. (laughs) RJ is about the biggest Disney pin connoisseur I know. I love doing the pin trading. Love it. But 
it, it does look it just looks really cool and i'm really excited to see what what happens from mm-hmm. it and the different oh, I, pins I, from yeah, it. Yeah, I can't wait to see all the pictures online where people post like what they got, oh, yeah. all right. of that, and where we see the YouTube videos and TikToks. I'm looking forward to that definitely. I love the new Pride collection, Pride pin collection. Wow, that's a tongue twister. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pride pin collection that just came out with June. There's like a really cute one with Mickey holding the Pride flag. There's one that says love, and the O is a rainbow Mickey head. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one that's the Millennium Falcon and then like the, like the, I don't even know what to call it. Like the thrusters behind it. Like when it, it's normally blue, it's just a rainbow. Hmm. Um, there's a popsicle one. I don't know. They're really cute pins this year for the pride collection, which last year we didn't have as many of. So I'm glad that there are some, but they're really cute. And I want the one with Mickey holding the flag, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. looks really cute. No, it's gonna be cute. I, I I'm a huge pin fan, so I'm mm, really excited same. to see all the launches. And... I always dump a bunch of money every trip on. Uh huh. <laughs> oh yeah. No, hundred <laughs> percent. All right. Well, I think that wraps up our new segment. So mm-hmm. we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break here, and we'll be right back with today's game hosted by last game last episode's champion Jen. Yes. <laughs> so we'll be right back, guys. Thanks. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Castle to Castle podcast. We are here now for today's Disney game, which is hosted by Last Games champion, Jen. So, yeah. Jen, kicking it over to you. Whoa, Tell us what today's Jen. game is. Okay, so today we're going to be putting a little bit of spin on trivia. Each question, which there are 10 questions, it's a two-part answer. And you need to know both to be able to get the point. The first question is a very general Disney trivia but I want to link it still to the Disney parks because we're about travel. So I want you to be able to tell me, well, what does this character or movie have to do with the Disney parks? It could be a ride. It could be a show. Something. Okay. So, okay. yeah. Are okay. we ready? Yeah. The same rules still apply. You got to say your name into the mic. So that way the audience at home knows that you're checking in. And you said there's 10 questions, right? Yes. So we're best of 10. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Are we refreshing the rules for you since you couldn't figure it out last week? <clears throat> On an unrelated note, we are looking to try out new hosts of the Castle to Castle podcast. Please send your resume to podcast at rjttravels.com. Okay, just a reminder, make sure when you answer, you know how to also back it up with that second part of how yeah. it's related right. to the park. Are we you doing stealing? Well, like if he only gets one, can I say the other and then get the point? What do you say? I'm Um sure, why not? Let's, okay. We'll have okay. some fun. That's but fine. All right, but you know what? will make it more maybe It's going down so. for me. <laughs> hey, question number one. Are we uh, ready? No, you know what? No, hang on. We're going to make this a little bit more. Oh. There we go. All right. Set the mood. You got to set the mood there. Got to have a little, little fun background or trivia. All right, let's okay, go. Here we go. From what two Disney animated features did Phil Collins first write music? Emily. Ron. Oh, man. I think Emily got me there. Ha! Emily. Tarzan. Two Disney animated oh, pictures. No. Um. Oh man. Oh, Phil Collins or Phil Collins? Um, Brother Bear. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. And so, to get the point, how does Tarzan or Brother Bear relate to the Disney parks? Tarzan has a treehouse in Disneyland, California. Yes. R.I.P. They had one. They had. <laughs> they one. had one. They don't anymore. But... It's in Kanto. They're yeah. they're doing a Kanto, right? I thought they were taking the whole tree down. They're they're doing something. They're just they're re just doing the tree. Yeah, oh, I, I thought the tree yeah. was going down. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I think they're redoing it to an Encanto theme. Oh, I didn't know that. Don't quote me though. I don't remember. Mm. Okay, so that point goes to Emily. I, I'm really, I really was like, wait, a second one. I had to think about <laughs> what Disney movie uses Phil Collins. Right. Okay, so here we go. Name the six Disney characters that sing Hi Ho. Ron. Ding. Oh, man. I did a ding, not my name. <laughs> okay, Ron. All right. Sleepy, Happy, Dopey, Doc, Grumpy, Sneezy. Eh. That's wrong. What did Emily, I Emily, Emily. Emily? Hey, uh, Dopey doesn't talk, yeah! so Dopey didn't sing. She uh, said six doors, uh, not seven. And that's, so that, even, that's even on the, on my trivia. It's in parentheses, Dopey doesn't talk. <laughs> so that Dang. would be Sneezy, Happy, Grumpy, Bashful, Doc, and Sleepy. Yep. 
Yeah. And then Dopey doesn't talk. Dopey doesn't talk. So to get that, Emily, <laughs> how does this relate to the Disney park? Um, there's a couple, but I'm going to go with 70 Mine Train. Yes, my, one of my favorite rides. This is fun already. Another point to Emily. <laughs> I hang my head in shame. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I heard you like wordplay uh, that like with six dwarves. Did not even process that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. What was the first one you said? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Question number three. What child actor starred in TV's Home Improvement, Disney's The Lion King, and Disney's Tom and Huck? I don't know. Oh, 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 oh um. My heart is going to break if you guys don't know this. Ron. It, yes. It's JTT. Yes. It, that is. Ah. <sighs> That I, I always remember his initials. I never remember, like, oh, I don't remember his full name. I always remember his oh JTT. Like, I always remember the JTT. I'll still I give can... it to you because that's his initials. It's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's, there it is. One of my boys from I Home Improvement. I still don't know who that is. Yeah, <gasps> you would if you saw it. Home like, Improvement was before me. They still had him reruns on for how long, but he's also the voice of young Simba, and he's on, t- and was oh. in the movie Tom and Huck. Yeah. You'd recognize him if you saw him. He was in a bunch of things. Oh yeah, he was the king of like forever. He I'll actually, he it. actually was into like I know you watched Last Man Standing. Yeah, he's actually um, the one that owns the restaurant yep. and dates Kristen for a little while. Because mm-hmm. they oh! they made the joke. He yeah. goes because Tim Allen would make the joke and be like, "Oh, I I feel like I know you." And they're like, "You must oh, have been hey. raised by a great dad." Yeah, you must have been a <laughs> gotcha. great. Ra- that's <laughs> him as an adult, but that's JTT. Yeah. Oh, he's also okay. in "I'll Be Home for Christmas." Yes. Oh, okay. And that relates to the park, obviously, because he was the voice of Young Simba, and mm-hmm. there's Lion King all over, including Festival of the Lion. Yes. Understood. Ron, you're on the board. Woo. Two to one, baby. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> You're still losing. Two to one, baby. Here we go. <laughs> okay, next. The mob song and something there are from what Disney animated Emily. feature? Emily. Beauty and the Beast. Yes. And how does this relate to the Disney parks? Um, There's a bunch of them, but... I'm going to go with my two favorites, which are the Be Our Guest Restaurant in Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and the brand new Beauty and the Beast ride in Tokyo Disney. Ooh, I like how you threw that one in that there. That international. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just because that ride is so cool and I it have to is. ride it's it. It's amazing. Oh my God, it's like, oh, it's amazing. So that is three to one. Next. What Disney character is blue, wears an earring, and has a beard? Ron. Ron. I'm gonna go with Genie. Yes. Oh, that's smart. I didn't think of that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I will use my connection to the parks to the classic ride. Watch out! They spit Aladdin's magic carpets. Yes, I love that ride. I'd have to go on it every time. That's a classic. Yes. It is right. Next question: What Disney character sings the song "Up, Down, and Touch the Ground"? Oh, 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 um. Oh, God. That sounds so familiar. Oh, Oh, I can't remember. I can picture the song. Like, I can. It sounds familiar. I can't even think of the song. Like, it sounds familiar. Up, down, touch the ground. Oh, no, I I don't remember. Nope. I got nothing. Are we stumped? Yeah, you stumped I, I us. am stumped. I got nothing. The answer is Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that's oh. Like, like I could see, like I could, oh. Yeah, no, I have no memory of that song. Like it sounded familiar, but I don't remember that at all. That's fine. And we all know the many of one, wow, many adventures of Winnie the Pooh ride, my, one of my all-time favorites. Ooh. All right, so we're still two to two, right? Mm-hmm. Right. No, it's three to two. Three to two. Or three to three two, to sorry. Two. Three to two, my bad. Yeah, Next. you're trying to even out the score. My bad. This one might be a little bit tricky. I don't know if you'll know this or not. Uh-oh. What is the name of the Volkswagen character in Walt Disney's The Love Bug? Oh, Ron. Ron? Herbie. Yes. Oh, Herbie the Love Bug. Herbie yeah. Fully Loaded. Yeah. Though I don't necessarily know a connection to the parks with Herbie. I can, well, I could think of, it's not there anymore, but the Hollywood Studios stunt show used to have Herbie driving the stunt oh. show. 
I, I mean, was I, that's Bugs Land from California. That's obviously gone now, but that was the connection in okay. Hollywood Studios. Well, was I'll, the... I'll let that count. Okay. What was yours? The one I was thinking of is at Disney's All Star Movies. They have the Love Bug section. Oh, they actually that's have right. a Herbie coming out of the the building, yeah. and then there that's is cool. a the one of the Herbies that they use in one of the parades is sitting in like a little circle where you can take a picture by it. I completely forgot that was even back there. Is he at all in Bugs Land in California? Or no, because he's not an actual bug because he's a car. No, it's a car. He's a race car right. with 50, the fit number 53. Yeah. It's a white bug with a red stripe. All right. mm-hmm. I don't know. Lindsay Lohan drove him in the movie. Yes, I like The newer one. movie. Fair enough. Okay. I just watched Parent Trap, speaking of Lindsay Lohan. There you go. <laughs> just now it's that. three to three. We're tied yeah, now, now, it's baby. tied. Oh, yeah. Look at that comeback. Next up. What Disney movie is the song Hi Diddly D an Actor's Life for Me from? Emily. Emily? Pinocchio. Yes. And the connection to the park is Pinocchio's Daring Journey in Disney's Land. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Hi Diddly Four to three. Next one. What Disney theme park song can be heard in Disney's The Lion King? A character, Emily. Oh. Emily. It's a small world. Yes, because Zazu sings no. it. <laughs> oh God, anything but that song. Yeah. Fun fact: in the Lion King Broadway show, he actually sings "Let It Go," not "It's a Small." Oh world. yeah, he does. Yeah. No, well. anything but that song. Ooh, so now we're five to three. There's one last question. <laughs> we're gonna do it anyways. Might as well. What Disney movie involves a lawyer? A group of clumsy kids in a hockey team named after a bird. Emily. Oh, our, uh, <laughs> Emily. Emily. Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. And how does Mighty Ducks relate uh, to the parks? Uh, I guess <laughs> Donald <laughs> Duck. No, I, I don't know. What is the Mighty Ducks at Disney World? There was I another, nothing. I will give one hint. We happened to go through one of the cards where we kind of talked about how it somehow got related another way. What? All right, well. I, I got nothing. RJ for the steal? I mean, I, I don't have a great connection here, but Walt Disney actually owned the Anaheim Ducks, which was the NHL team, which oh, was yeah. you know the Mighty what? Ducks. I will give that to Ron for that. Bull! They end, that they bought the team and okay. created the Ducks. They yeah. were the Anaheim Ducks. Yes. And they owned it for years, and that so was the quote-unquote Mighty Ducks. What was Jen's answer? Also at All-Star Movies, they have a Mighty Ducks Ah, man! <laughs> <laughs> All right, you and me got to go take a tour of All-Star Movie. We're Literally. obviously forgetting this. Man, oh, man. But so we're tied. No, Emily nope. actually won five. Because oh. we had the one neither scored. one of us got. So, <laughs> unfortunately, five to four. Loser. There we go. So, Emily, you're in charge of our next game. Woot, woot. I want to say at least this time I didn't get the pants beat off me. That is true. You <laughs> had a fighting chance. I, I did. Five to four. That's pretty competitive. <laughs> That's better. Yeah. That was a there fighting chance. You, you had some air there. You weren't dead. Man, oh, man. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to go You know, soak the 0-2 loss I got here, but uh, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break after the game here. Let us and know if there's any games you guys want to see. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you guys got an idea or you got a game that you want to pitch or something like that, reach out to us. Let us know. We're always taking new advice. We're always taking new ideas. Yeah. We definitely love that engagement. Absolutely. Always. But we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back with today's discussion topic. So stay tuned. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for hanging on with us over the break. We are back to have today's discussion topic. Today's discussion (laughs) topic in in recognition of halfway to the holidays, we wanted to talk about the Christmas party. But then we couldn't debate and decide if we would rather do the Halloween party or do the Christmas party, which one we wanted to talk about. And then we actually came up with a compromise. We actually want to talk about both. We Mm -hmm. are going to do a comparison of the two. Talk about pros and cons of both, talk about experiences of both, and, you know, kind of have an overall discussion of is there a better party? Which one Mm -hmm. is better? Is there something that you should not miss in those? Kind of some different experiences and kind of go over a general Mm -hmm. yes overview. So – Halloween versus Christmas, the ultimate smackdown. (laughs) So right off the bat, before we get into 
topic piece of it, I want to just straight up ask, Christmas or Halloween? Emily. Christmas. Christmas. Am I really the minority on this? (laughs) Wow, I'm the minority on this. Well, okay, I'm by, uh, well, first let me clarify. We're talking holiday in general, not Disney holiday, just holiday in general. No, no, I'm talking Disney. I'm specifically saying, is it better to go the week of Halloween or the week, well, okay, I shouldn't say the week of because that's a bad example. Holiday. During the Halloween Halloween stretch of Disney World or during the Christmas stretch of Disney World? If we're talking Disney specifically. Yes, I'm talking Disney specifically. (sighs) Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Man, for me it's still the same. I say Christmas. No, I, I am something Halloween. slightly changes for me because I do think Halloween has better stuff to do. But thank mm, you. My birthday is Christmas time. It's not on Christmas, but it's Christmas time. So every time we go around Christmas, I get to celebrate my birthday at Disney as well, which is also super fun. <laughs> and nothing beats the castle Christmas lights, but also the Halloween party is better than the Christmas party, which I know we're going to get into. Oh, but boy. like, I, oh, I don't know. Well, I, I'm okay. calling Switzerland. Leave me out of this. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're 1-1 one, one in an abstention in Switzerland. Over there. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, You're 50-50. Yeah. All right. So, Jen, what's the main f- push behind that? What's the main reason Christmas over Halloween? For me, I just personally like how it. I feel like that the parks are decorated more, um, that I like the the cookie trails and the drink trails more than the candy trails. Um, okay. I like the Christmas music, what they do with the fireworks show. The Christmas parade is just so magical. There's just, there's, there's too much for me pushing towards the Christmas party. Okay. I will say I had some of my most magical memories at the Christmas party. When we went to our first Disney Christmas party, it was the first time we brought my sister-in-law to Disney. And I just have a lot of special Aww. memories with that. <laughs> and I I just I had a lot of fun hanging out with her that week and everything. And then the, then like everything else too is just like I love the castle Christmas lights and I love my birthday being right there. And it's a magical time. Look, there's no doubt that the Christmas party is a very beautiful decorated thing, but mm-hmm. You know, Halloween, they just, they do, in my opinion, they do more. They trot out more on Halloween. Oh, 100%. Like, you look at from a decor perspective, sure. Maybe it is more Christmas decorated than Halloween decorated. Mm -hmm. Sure. Maybe your treat trail is better because it's cookies or candy canes, hot chocolate, instead of just the endless amounts of candy. Okay. (laughs) But on an entertainment front, they bring out rare characters every year. For their Halloween parties. They do a stage show with the Hocus Pocus crew mm-hmm. and do a Hocus Pocus takeover. And you see Oogie Boogie appear and Facilier. Characters you don't see normally. Uh, Facilier maybe. But mm-hmm. you never see the – you know, you never see the Sanderson sisters. You never see Oogie Boogie. Like, and they have an entire takeover oh, show. Oh, and especially this year with Avengers Campus meeting Agatha Harkness and stuff. Yeah. That was so cool. Well, that being mm-hmm. Disneyland. But yes. And, and, yeah, and still, but I, mm-hmm. I mean – And to that point, you know, you look at the Castle show even and, and Jack Skellington takes over and they do mm-hmm. a – special overlay and fireworks show for Halloween. I just feel like they dive into the theming more when it comes to Halloween as far as entertainment goes. They definitely do. And I also, in their defense too, I feel like there's a lot more to do with Halloween than for Christmas because a lot of the theming for Christmas is just going to be the same. Whereas for Halloween, you have all of the villains. Well, and that's why I lean to Halloween being better than Christmas. While it's cute, while it's decorated. Yeah. Okay. You know, everybody wants to take the family Christmas card in Disney. Okay, cool. But when it comes to an experience, when it comes to you're going to Disney World for something above and beyond normal, Halloween does more than Christmas. You get those extra character experiences. I totally you agree get with the that. special entertainment mm-hmm. shows, the the um the parade that you see on Halloween time and they bring out the grave diggers and you know there's just all It is my dream to be one of the haunted mansion ballroom dancers <laughs> in the parade which is such a weirdly specific dream to have but see like but that's, I want to be them but that's the same thing like you look at the normal festival fantasy parade and you mm-hmm. see Captain Hook and Peter Pan you see Tangled you see Anna and Elsa you know your your classic everyday fantasy f- characters okay cool your Christmas parade traditionally is your classic characters, your mm-hmm. Mickey, your Minnie, your Donald, your Daisy, your Goofy, your Pluto. And then they mix in a few others. And traditionally, it's your princesses again in their nice big ball gowns for Christmas and right. stuff. Mm-hmm. But you see those 
or potentially see those characters in normal time. Halloween, you don't see them bringing out Constance. You don't see them bringing out the Gravediggers. You don't see them bringing out Jack Sparrow and doing a whole Pirates theme. Mm -hmm. You don't, like, that to me is where you see the special pieces of stuff that you don't normally see. Now, yes, even in that parade, the Booty You Parade, they have, like, Buzz Lightyear's in it and Mm -hmm. stuff, but even... That's what I was going to say. Like, they still have the regular characters, too, so... They do, but they add in limited special edition characters, which you don't see when Mm -hmm. it comes to... The Christmas. And, you know, even for that to be said, I know, again, jumping to Disneyland, but when you look at the Oogie Boogie Bash, instead of Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, they even drum out even more characters. And they do such a great job of highlighting the villains at the Oogie Boogie Bash, where you see, like, last year they had Bruno, they had Sid from Toy Story, Mm -hmm. they had Maleficent, they had Facilier, they had um, De La Cruz from Coco, Mm -hmm. like... Characters you never see. I mean, mm-hmm. when was the last time you saw Sid? And he's yeah, been around, you know, the movie's mm-hmm. been around since 1999 or 1995. 19... 95. 95. There you go. <laughs> but yet, you know, you're still seeing Sid appear right. at Pixar Pier. And it's just things like that where you don't, mm-hmm. they drum out these rare freaking characters. Right. I get what And yet you they mean never do it with that, Christmas. But I think. Well, I feel that you go in that direction because, like we talked about in another episode, you're all about the villains. You're all about that. And that's what you guys really, really like. For me, those rare characters are characters that I don't really care too much about. I'm not a big villain person. And so for me, I would love to see the Haunted Mansion part, like with the Gravediggers, you know, all that in person instead of just on YouTube. But for me, like that just eh, like it doesn't really do much for me. I don't care if I see like your regular princesses in their Christmas outfits. To me, that's like really pretty and cute. Like I like it to me, it's special. Like when you have all of the Christmas, the parade, just, you know, how they have the different floats come out, how they have the snow that they're pumping, how they have these other characters like with the reindeer that come out. There's still enough stuff that they do in the parade, like the ice skating and the skiing on the street. To me, that makes it still you like say that it's still a special parade. Oh, for sure. And I love all of the the winter outfits like Peter Pan and Wendy so, have scarves. It's so and, adorable. Like, the princesses have like long sleeve dresses. It makes it your heart melt cute. when you're standing there watching the parade. You're like, oh. And I love that Wreck-It Ralph float they have where he has the gingerbread mm-hmm. house that one's really cute you know what though one of the most iconic pictures you see in disney all the time are the jack-o'-lantern mickey heads they, they go down main street and they've got the big pumpkin right there in town square that mm-hmm. you can take your picture with the castle well, i'll admit that's that's pretty awesome so much more iconic awesome. of a moment than when you get christmas the wreaths are cute don't although if wrong. you google search cinderella castle like the first picture that comes up is like the castle with the christmas lights at night that's like the first thing that comes up when you google it yeah, I, I mean, I'm, again, you know, to, to me, the experience there, the rare characters is huge. You meet characters and, and not even looking at villains that how about the Jack Skellington meet and greet? Mm-hmm. If you're not in line for that at 430 when they're starting, you're waiting two hours for that meet and greet. They don't have a meet and greet like that at Christmas. There is no rare character that they guarantee every Christmas that they do that mm-hmm. isn't a villain. I mean, Jack Skellington and Jack and Sally, not villains, still mm-hmm. a huge rare meet and greet that yeah. to most, you know. It may not apply to all, but to me, the experience is what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. The the getting the stuff that, hey, I'm paying all this money. I want something above and beyond the norm. And I think that's where Halloween delivers higher than Christmas. Maybe you're not a big villain fan, but it's mm-hmm. still a rare character to meet. Mm-hmm. It's still getting your picture with Jafar. It's still getting your picture with Jack and yeah. Sally. Oh, for sure. You know, whereas Christmas, the most you get is some of the normal characters just in different outfits. Mm-hmm. And I really, you know, and I don't say this to keep slamming Christmas. I wish they did more with Christmas characters. There is a lot of characters that you don't see every day that would still be cute to do at Christmas time mm-hmm. in true. Christmas outfits that you never see. Like Disney loves to trout out the princes when it comes to Christmas and Valentine's Day. Yeah. You get that rare character at Christmas. And that's kind of cool when you can get it's the only time I've ever done a meet and greet with Ariel and Eric. Mm hmm. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, and then going through, and uh, we got to meet Naveen with Tiana, and we met Rapunzel and Flynn Flynn, Rider. Yeah. So those are things that I give Christmas the plus for, but I still Mm -hmm. wish they did more than just a few princes as far as 
the rare character meet and greets. Trout mm-hmm. out more heroes that you don't normally use. Like Disneyland on their big villain float, they have Pain and Panic and Hades. Which is very cool. You never see them proud mm. of, but yet you never see Hercules. Mm-hmm. They don't use any of that. You know who actually I feel like holds the champion for rare characters is those run Disney marathons. Well, yeah. They okay, have run more Disney rare characters <laughs> than I've ever seen. Like this year they pulled out like the um like the couple from Atlantis, Milo and yep. whatever her name is. I can't think of it. Kira. Okay. I haven't seen that movie in years. But um they pulled out the couple from Atlantis and they pulled out uh, Hercules and Meg and Tarzan and Jane. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, like those are scenarios. Those. I know they're not technically a party, but they win the trophy for rare characters. <laughs> no, absolutely. Run Disney does. They, they, but see, that's the, you're going to pay, I don't even remember what it is, but I want to say it was like 150 or 250 for the last run Disney register. I don't remember what mm-hmm. the, what the price was, yeah, but I remember saying it was extremely high and they're like, you know, I know somebody was like, why would you pay that much to run a five cam? Like, you know what? A, you had to go through the parks before they're open and get a cool seeing. B, they bring out some of those rare characters mm. you'll ever see in your life. It's such an experience. And, and then C, you get to say you did mm. a 5K. Well, okay, you get my point. Run, jog, walk, yeah. hobble. <laughs> if I did it, I would walk through there. Yeah, but, and but that's stop my, for all the meet and But like, that's the point. That's why Run Disney can charge so much because yeah. they do such the experiences above and mm-hmm. beyond. And this comes back to, you know, in Halloween, it's my low point is the treat stations. I don't like the candy stations. No. I really wish they would take more of a Christmas approach. Mm -hmm. You could do pumpkin cookies, not even pumpkin flavor, just pumpkin shaped cookies. Mm -hmm. Like the one treat station at Christmas is just candy canes. That's super easy. Hand out candy. But then they do a drink. They do hot chocolate. Why can't you do apple cider? Mm-hmm. That's a Halloween themed drink. Yeah, because I know at Christmas they did apple cider and they did the eggnog. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. like, they, but that's what I'm like. There is more you could do with with Halloween as far as the treats go. Now I will say on the flip though, I love the different exclusive eats at the not so scary Halloween parties. Yeah, but the Christmas has some really good ones too. Mm-hmm. I feel Halloween like Halloween does it better. I think I was gonna say I feel like they do it better at Halloween though. Like you Halloween look has at the, more. You, I don't know. I wouldn't say better, but I would say more. The ex, um, the ex-wife Constance, um, the pudding cake, the pudding the cake hatchaway. that they do, the hatchaway, yeah, and then they do the hocus pocus <laughs> cupcake up on Main, which mm-hmm. while it was an amazing cupcake. It turned everything that I consumed green. Like it was so <laughs> much frosting. In it. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. But it's things like that where they really. I think what else I I had. They the step Halloween. up that theme. Oh, I had that Ursula cherry cola purple. Float yeah, the float thing. thing. Yes, yeah, the float thing. It was like I forget what flavor, but it was purple ice cream float <laughs> with cherry coke. I thought it was like a mixed hmm. berry. Wasn't it like a mixed berry ice cream in a cherry coke? Because it was yeah. like a mixed berry and cherry right, combination. Right, 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 right. Yeah, in a cherry serves. coke float, and it had like um, little popping pearls in it. It was, it was cute. It, cute, cute. God, I can't <laughs> talk that's, today. But that's what I'm saying. Every zone, every land had its own. Like, you know, back in, in by Haunted Mansion, they had the, the Constance right. thing and you went over to uh, Main Street and that's where you got the Hocus Pocus Cupcake and you went back to Adventureland or in Fantasyland and got the Ursula float. I don't remember. I was trying to think what Adventureland's was, but there was something back there too. It was like the, uh, I don't remember what it was, but, but anyways, I think they do the treats a little bit better in that. Those are the ones you're buying, not the ones that come with your party. Mm -hmm. That's where I think Christmas does better is the ones that come with your ticket. But I think the other foods there. The other thing is, too, is the merch. And I know I'm going to get a little flack for this. But the Halloween merch, I think, is a little bit more creative than the Christmas merch. I, think, I actually disagree with you on that one. I think Christmas does better merch. I think your Christmas merch is all very basic merch. It's red and greens. It's holiday themed. You stick your classic characters well, in no, Santa hats. Hey, hello, it's Christmas. You're of course that's what you're going to be the, doing. But see, this is what I'm saying. When you look at the Halloween merch, it's not like you see. It's orange and black. No, 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 no. You got green and purple. Green and purple and you orange. You still got your standard. But things. see, they expand their characters on the merch. Your pins are not just. Classic characters. They're Jack and Sally pins. They're Sanderson sister pins. There's Oogie Boogie pins. There's Stitch in a Halloween well, costume. Blame There's the, the blame the department that puts on the sh- the 
But I'm saying, with, but, with, but again, but it's the same thing. Look at your spirit jerseys. They have mm. the classic Halloween spirit jersey, but they also have a Sander, a Hocus Pocus spirit jersey. They also come out with the couple Nightmare Before Christmas variations, the one like Oogie Boogie, the one right. that glows in the dark. They it have, just happens, though, that a bunch of these characters that you're naming off really can be associated with the time of well, right, Halloween. But, but see, that's what I'm when saying. When there's and, like... For the Christmas stuff, okay, you could say there's like there's the specific Muppets Christmas movie that Hollywood Studios could do. I'm not even looking and... for them to pick a specific movie, but I'm saying they don't use any characters mainly outside of their classics for Christmas. Their their classic six really is what you see now. You see, and why do, why do you think that is? Because they have such a huge variety of rare characters that they could bring out. Why do you think they're not doing it then? I don't know. And that's what I'm saying. Like when it comes down to it, well, I'm not saying the merch at Christmas is bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm mm-hmm. not saying I will not spend money on Christmas merch. Oh yeah. I, every year I spend money on Christmas but what's merch. Weird it's a guarantee. They, this last year, they did not make a special shirt for the, the Mickey's Christmas party. They did not. And we asked around and everyone they went to, they said, sorry, we decided not to make a shirt this year. See, that's like, what? Like the shirt. I thought that was so dumb. I wanted an actual event t-shirt for the first Disney event that I went to. And they didn't even have a shirt for it. Sure. It's (laughs) the one thing I can appreciate from a pin front is they always, even if they're basic, they will Mm -hmm. always do event exclusive pins. And there's always like six of them. And I got to buy all six. (laughs) You know, you just, you just have to, it sucks, but you just have to. And same thing with Christmas. They do. I just, when it comes down to it, and, and maybe you're right. Maybe it's just because there are more movies available for Halloween than mm-hmm. there are Christmas. I'm wondering if it's more of that. But I'm like, at the same time, they don't ever use, you know, you've got a huge franchise with the Santa Claus, mm-hmm. like the actual Santa Claus movie franchise. True. Mm-hmm. And they never use that. And I know I don't you're, you're not going to tread out Tim Allen, but, you know, there's a lot you in there. You still have a Bernard you, walking around. Yeah. That would be fun. Like, seriously, like, you could still have some of them. And last year, I was super excited at Christmas that they came out with a pajama set that was the Scott Calvin pajama set. Just the red flannel pajamas that had the SC on it. Mm -hmm. Scott Calvin. You know what I would love to see? Um, I would love to see, like, a color guard thing, like, in one of the parades with, like, candy cane sticks. Like, the whole Elf Patrol thing that they do in... There you um, go. The in the Santa Claus, in they the, could do that. Yeah, yeah kind of. That this wasn't like a specific thing to a movie. I just think it'd be really cute. But like, you could do like flips and tosses, similar to what they use with like mm-hmm. the guns, except it would be peppermint sticks. Mm-hmm. Like, right. No. And it's, wait it's, a second. There's prep and landing. How come Disney doesn't oh, yeah. use prep and landing more? And prep and landing. Yeah, they yeah, have a whole more. thing mm-hmm. that. That is such a huge like short that they have oh, every year. About that. That's true. It's a classic now that that has been. You know, it gets played a lot. So why aren't they using that at Christmas? And now you have um, that Olaf Christmas short from last year, two years ago, whatever. I did see him, however, be on a lot of merch last year. Olaf had a lot of Christmas merch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're really pushing Olaf on the Christmas front. And and that's good. Well, he is a snowman. You think they would. It works. (laughs) I was going to say, that's where I think they need to, though. Mm -hmm. Where they need to define characters that you associate. And and I get a Frozen isn't necessarily... So, but like you said, it's a snowman. It fits in the theming and the right. timing. Mm-hmm. You need some characters that you can actually. Hey, Disney, come on. Right. Get well, some about, more. Hop to. Well, because the same thing is what about original Chris- Christmas character? What about a Christmas carol? Again, same thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's, With the it, Muppets, they, like, they have the whole thing. Well, you have thing. the Muppet one, but I'm talking about even the one Jim Carrey did a few, few years ago, the cartoon version. Yeah. You don't ever see Ebenezer Scrooge walking around the park. You don't see the pins or merch being bah humbug on them. And so, mm-hmm. like, I feel like Disney's merch is very just classic Disney with Santa hats on, which mm-hmm. not saying there's anything wrong with it. But when you are comparing to things like mm-hmm. Halloween and they're bringing out all the villains and they're bringing out these characters and, you know, you see all that and you're like, huh, they're doing so much more. Would you say, though, this is a, a thing, a trend that has happened in recent years? Like, what did the Christmas and Halloween party look like years ago? Do we have a do we well, have an I mean, answer they, to that? Like, they, I mean, they didn't start until later in like Disney history. I want to say maybe like two thousands ish. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, I'd probably say like two thousand eleven or twelve. Mm-hmm. Probably was close to the first one. Because yeah. I was going to say that it 
just like how the parks have changed over time. When we were little, we could go to the parks and we would just have the characters freely roaming around like they do at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. And now for the 100th anniversary at Disney World, they're randomly having these characters walking around like Stitch has been walking around Tomorrowland and interacting. So could it have been like maybe that this is... I don't know. Maybe they dubbed certain things down for these parties. Maybe years ago, they used to have more rare characters or other characters out that, you know, they stopped having in the parks. It could be that over time that they have changed how they've approached the Christmas party and how they've approached the Halloween party. But I don't know the whole backstory, so I'm one to talk. But it is something to question. So the Not-So-Scary Halloween Party first debuted in 2008. Okay. The not so the Mickey's very merry Christmas party actually debuted in 1983. Oh wow, wow. I was way off. In 2014, a Frozen Holiday Wish replaced another show that featured Cinderella and her godmother. Okay. Celebrate the season, the show on stage in front of Cinderella's castle was replaced by Mickey's most merriest celebration stage show in 2016. So in a whole, the Very Merry Christmas Party has been going on since 83. Hmm. Not So Scary didn't kick off till 2008. Hmm. Okay. So Christmas has been around a lot longer, and yet Halloween seems to kick its butt. Well, debatable. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think there's ever like an ending answer like, oh, no. this is. This no, is there, there's. It's all opinion. It is 100% but, opinion based. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying the Christmas parties are bad. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't go to Christmas. Absolutely. Right. How dare you? I've <laughs> done them both. They're, they're entertaining in different levels for different mm-hmm. things. You go for different reasons. Yeah. I 100% think. Honestly, if I'm really picking a party, I'm not doing either in Florida. I'm doing Oogie Boogie Bash mm-hmm. in California. I think California kicks the crap out of Florida's Halloween party. Mm-hmm. I really do. The way they do their treat stations are 100% different than Florida, and they are so much cooler. Mm-hmm. See, uh-huh. in Florida, when you do your treat station, you just walk through a line, and there's a cast member at the end, goes, here you go, and dumps a big thing of candy mm-hmm. in your out of a cauldron and in your bag. Mm-hmm. Cool. In California, same concept. But there is a stage erected at the end of each trail or in the middle of each trail Mm -hmm. with a villain on it that interacts with you while you're in line. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing videos of this. So when you walk through and Sid, you're actually – the line runs around the front of the stage and Sid sits there and talks to you Mm, and destroys toys. When you're There's in the, a ton of TikTok, he does about a good this. job. When you're too. with the one with Facilier, he will sit there and talk down to you and how he's related to royals and how could you show up to this in sandals? My God! Mm. And he <laughs> said he's going to sick his friends on the other side on you. And he would interact. Like, oh, the one girl was dressed like Tiana, and he goes, "How did you look like Tiana? Did your friends on the other side help you?" Like it was such a cute <laughs> interaction, and then Maleficent all powerful and in the corner here talking mm-hmm. with people and do not talk to me peasant. I am, you know, right. It was such a fun interaction and mm-hmm. such a fun, you could stop and like while you were in line, mm-hmm. take a picture. Now they were on stage, so you couldn't like hug them type style, mm-hmm. but you're right in front of them and they would, they would see that and they would stop and pose with you. Mm-hmm. Fine. I guess I will take a picture while I am royalty. So you want to keep a picture of me, mm-hmm. you know, and De La Cruz had his guitar and Bruno, like it was just all these things all the treat lines had a special character. Mm-hmm. Florida doesn't really do that. The parade, the parades are kind of the same, but I think California's got a little bit of a longer parade and they stacked more villains in their parade. Like they had Pain and Panic, which you never see anymore. Right, oh. they're nowhere. And they had Hades, which again, you never see anywhere. But it's things like that really separated and stood apart. They had the Ursula in there and they had all these Frollo was in the parade in California. Oh, well, yeah. Like, no way. You, yeah, exactly. Huh. You don't see those in Florida. I want to meet Esmeralda so bad. <laughs> I don't care where. That would be fun. I want to meet her. <laughs> she was a feminist icon. <laughs> she was so cool. So, I mean, to me, I, I definitely still think Halloween, but I would go California over Florida. There's something else I want to add, and it has to deal with the weather. So okay. for the Halloween party, Jeez. people are sweating their butts off in these costumes that people will want to dress up all, you know, in their costumes because this is the time that adults can dress up uh-huh. and people are sweating their butts off and they're saying they're very uncomfortable. That's something I do want to point out about the Halloween party. But it's during the prime of the huge hurricane season where last year, I don't I don't even know. It was insane how many of the Halloween parties last year it was pouring. 
throughout the whole party. And you got a point sucks. there on, on weather, but I will say <laughs> I want to throw in on an on a counterpoint though. The dressing up is super, super cool. No, it, it I will it definitely is the say it one is one time of it year is. that they allow adults to dress in costume. Mm-hmm. Now obviously you're not allowed masks, you're not allowed to look like you're not allowed to pretend to be Identical one of their characters. <laughs> exactly. There are limitations to it, but it's right. people get so creative in mm-hmm. their costumes. I mean last year I saw the one person walking around and they were in a full carpet costume costume like carpet from Aladdin nice. right but it was like a full like just their hands stuck out the sides and their neck stuck out the top and they walked around and they were carpet there I'm was like, one that was really oh my cool God. that actually sparked a controversy or whether or not they were going to get kicked out of the park because it was a really cool outfit but he was dressed as Aladdin and he had put a piece of cardboard on his skateboard and it looked like carpet like he had put he had sewed a carpet that looked like carpet to a piece of cardboard and then the cardboard slid over his feet like on the skateboard. Mm-hmm. So it looked like he was floating on the carpet, but they got mad at him for the skateboard. And mm. see like to that, you know, in, in a similar thing that they didn't throw him out, but like even people that are handicapped, like I've seen some really cute costumes in wheelchairs. Oh yeah. The one person who decked out their wheelchair to look like Cinderella's carriage. Yes. So nice. all night it looks, she dressed it. On, I've uh, seen that, that they have a, Disney. they have a shop. I've saw that. But and they like, have a BB-8 on shop Disney too. <laughs> like there's all these different things that people get very creative mm-hmm. and you don't do that at Christmas. Right. Which You're is just true. in I will, I will matching Christmas shirts For and sure. wearing your Santa hats. Halloween, you get that true Disney love expression mm-hmm. the true deep disney fans who will completely cosplay their entire family oh yeah oh, oh that's amazing exactly see and it's things like that we're like oh, okay that- just shoot me down even more I for agreeing with the christmas party <laughs> i want to do it i love cosplay but i will say to the weather point i i agree christmas wins in weather <laughs> it is so much nicer when you got to throw on a sweatshirt in the middle of december and be like mm-hmm. oh it's yeah. kind of sort of chilly. I'm going to put on you a sweatshirt. You bought a hat last amazing. time you were there for Christmas. I, I, you're right. It's actually the first time <laughs> I've ever done it in 27 years. The first time I ever bought a, a actual winter hat For someone who in was Florida. born in a cold state and then to go to Florida and buy a winter hat, that makes me laugh. I'm, you know what? I've never experienced cold like that in Florida. I, I've done Christmas parties before and it's comfortable. I've never had frost on the ground and I've never woken <laughs> up to see my breath in Florida. Just a, a you new have to admit experience. that's kind of cool though to sweat your butt off. <laughs> it was so yeah. nice. Don't Just get me wrong. Because yeah. by the time the sun came out by like lunch, I'm back to a t-shirt and longer pants mm-hmm. or like the one day I was still in shorts and a sweatshirt. Yeah. Totally comfortable. Love that for the Christmas party. I, 100%. Mm-hmm. I would much rather like have cold weather than hot weather, I will say. 100% because, you know, July and you're like crying it's as you're becoming you. one right. with the pavement. Right. <laughs> like my shoes are gone. My feet are gone. Oh, for sure. I've only got stubbles left. I'm melting away. <laughs> it brings new meaning to Wicked Witch of the West and you're melting. You right. literally are just one with melting. the pavement. You feel like you're literally on fire a hundred percent so christmas does have that advantage i Mm -hmm. i a hundred percent agree though if you catch it on a good day once the sun goes down it does cool off a lot Mm -hmm. in the halloween and it's still comfortable to bop around in yeah for sure but I mean, I guess that's a Florida problem more yeah. than a Dis- like no, Disneyland till Disney builds the dome over their parks and they can control their own weather. It's you know. scary but it's how still many the pros and cons. It's still pros and cons of a Christmas party. For 100%. 100%. Party it's also. scary <laughs> how many people think there actually is a dome over Disneyland. They think that they control the weather. They have lost brain cells. Then if they- I mean, I've heard multiple people ask cast members, can you turn off the rain? I think sometimes people I, are doing that on purpose just to see what looks they get. I mean, maybe, I but like, that's scary. A little bit. Like, that's scary. I mean, it's not so far fetched in the fact that if anybody in this planet was ever going to do it, Disney would be the ones oh, to, for sure. to, to do it. But I, I agree. They you have the weather know. machine from Teen Beach Movie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there we go. On a, on a totally like unrelated party note, though, I hate that when you're seeing like, especially on TikTok recently, you're seeing the trend like everybody always wants to try and poke characters. Like, I'm gonna get you to break character. Right. I'm gonna, like, and they do all those things, and it's like those stupid trends where they say stupid things to cast members, and they're trying to elicit a response, and it's like. You've seen Don't that on ruin TikTok. The magic. Oh yeah, you see that all the time. I've on never seen. Oh my god. Anything. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. What? You get them to try and break. You, I know you it's get a thing. A, I just never seen the videos. You get it. like a character to actually like you. You start talking to Ariel, and then you mention some modern day whatever, and get her to say, "Oh yeah, on my cell phone." And you're like, "Oh no, Ariel didn't have cell phone." Like, 
they have people nothing better to do. Than do. Oh terrible. yeah, no, it, it's terrible. Or you get the the creepy people who walk up and try to grope a character. And oh stuff. yeah, that's. But then yeah. it becomes but a TikTok. But those people trend. get picked kicked out of the parks. Technically, talking to them to break their character is not against the rules. Mm-hmm. Even though it sucks, you won't get kicked out. But for I'm it. even talking about those that are just going to cast members, not even characters, just oh, cast okay. members, and saying these really stupid things. And it's like, yeah. you know, at some point, why are you trying to? But you got nothing better to do than to try and spark a response from a Disney cast member so you can get 20 seconds of fame on TikTok. True. Or they were trying to dress the the they were trying to break the dress code just to get the free shirt, the clothing. See, and those are things that, like people ruin I, I, yeah. such a very easy Disney magic moment and it's ruined mm-hmm. because too many people wanted a free shirt. True. Like, come on. <laughs> But no, I I don't think there's a right answer to the party. Everybody's going to have their opinions on it. I, I'm mm-hmm. totally there. There are pros of the Christmas. There are pros of the Halloween. It's going to come down to personal experience. Very true. But mm-hmm. it is an interesting comparison between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Well. Way to wrap this up. <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Let us know which one you guys like more of you. Are you with me on the team Halloween or are you with the other two on team Christmas? Which one are you going to? I am gonna... team undecided. Sorry. Or are you going to go with team Switzerland? My bad. Thank you. Hashtag team, team Swiss. Team, team Swiss. Mark. Hashtag team Swiss. <laughs> but yeah, let us know online what you guys think. Reach out to us on our social media channels. We love the engagement. You know, we love talking to you guys. So let us know what you think and we'll catch you here next time for another episode. Bye, guys. See you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Castle to Castle podcast. Make sure you check out our social media and visit us online at www.castletocastlepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next time, and we will brighten your Disney day as usual.